Body Podcast. This is Ashley Mazurik, and I am going to be hosting and co-hosting me today. I I have a a topic that I want to share with you guys. I typically, when I feel like something comes into my mind that I I think is important uh, to our whole mission, and I, I would say the mission of the Balanced Body Podcast is about raising consciousness it's about being better. Uh, that's sort of like my mission statement in life anyway. I think it, I think uh, my partner about vomits every time I say, it's about growth. It's about being better. Yeah. So uh, I had an idea and I want to share that. We've got a ton of guests coming up. I think are really good and exciting and are going to help us grow and be better. So we'll uh, look forward to the future with that. Today's topic is called the sacral chakra, the sex chakra, the second chakra, the orange uh, center. Um, Some of you might not be into chakras and hey, I I, I totally get it. Let me just share with you why I don't usually ever do anything unless I have some sort of purpose. And that sort of drives my friends crazy because there's always a reason behind everything I, that I do. And chakras have been extremely important in my study because years and years ago, I understood that to be a blueprint to the physical manifestation of dysfunction. And for me, my job as a holistic health practitioner is to help people in any way I know how. And typically, if there's a physical dysfunction, there's an underpin of a mental, emotional, spiritual that is the root cause of that physical manifestation of pain or whether it's persistent or acute. So... Yeah, we can dabble in the physical aspect and help as much as we can. But if we know more, if we know deeper stuff, then we can we can facilitate change faster. Which is that's my whole that's whole my whole schnick is let's get this done like as fast as we can. And my journey is also patience <laughs> because that's not always great. Uh, and thus is my lesson in life. Uh, those like you guys, I'm sure we all, hopefully you at this, I'm a little older, maybe, I, and I don't know, for, than some of you, but hopefully at this point, some of you guys are like, yeah, I know this is my lesson. I know. I Ashley's lesson is patience in life. It's always been patience. Um, there's, a, there's several more lessons, but that is definitely one of them for me. Um, there's such thing as, um, outcome oriented or process uh, goal oriented. I'm definitely the, the outcome. Like I want to get to the finish. I want to get to the end and move on to my next one versus, and I, I, I say this because I wish it for you. I wish it for everyone, including myself, but to enjoy the process. And that is sometimes can be challenging. It is for me maybe not you. And that's awesome. So today, um, I'm also going to plug that I did, I'm talking about the sacral chakra, but I have created a webinar that that I did. Fantastic. 
a really good uh, webinar that I have on my website, balancebod.com. Because I spent a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time on it, I do I did charge for it. Um, I've, I've broken the webinar up, up into two parts, chakra one, two, three, and then three through six is the second part two. You can purchase both. You can purchase one. If you purchase two, there's a discount. But most importantly, because you're listening to this, you get a discount. I'm discounting 20%. So in the coupon code, if you choose to purchase it and download it, it, 20% off with the coupon code called, of course, podcast. Now, I read a book called Eastern Body, Western Mind. And if you're a student of mine, you've already heard me recommend this book because it is fantastic. It is amazing. Anna Dia Judith is the author. And uh, everyone that I've recommended the book raves about it right on. Uh, It's about 500 pages. Uh, When I read the book, I was so inspired by its content that I was like, people need to know this. They need to know this. And they might not be willing to read 500 pages. So that's why I created the webinar. Now, the information that I'm going to talk about today isn't the same that's in the webinar. I did that on purpose uh, because I don't, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm all about a good deal and I'm all about, um, you know, getting your money's worth. So if you, if you love chakras, or if you're like, "Eh, let me see, I welcome you to it. Um, like I said, chakras are like the blueprint. These are energy wheel centers uh, that lie, obviously not, you know, you can't see them, but these are energy centers that are connected with our organs and glands. How important are the organs and glands? Uh, Way more important than the muscles. I can tell you that right now. So if they're suffering, if an organ or gland is suffering, what do you think happens to the connection to that particular muscle in that particular zone slash area or chakra center area? It's inhibited. It it doesn't work properly. Um, so that's why we work on organs and glands first. That's why we talk about nutrition and why it's so important so that we can get the organs and glands functioning correctly so that our body can function correctly. Okay? So... Let me also give you the objectives of that particular webinar, just so you like, you can always go to the website, but that takes time and your energy. I understand that. So in the particular webinar on my website that is related to chakra one through three and then four through six, uh, the... We talk about, and you learn the correlations as it relates to life as you recognize it. Um, So how does life, how does any particular person's life relate to each chakra? And this all has to do with, we go into the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual aspects of each center so that you understand Uh, if you have clients, it's important for you to know that so you can understand which chakra needs help and work and work. Um, also the objective is how this information relates to people, clients or behaviors. Super important. Um, then I go over case histories, uh, and how case histories show up with physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, 
from particular centers. And that's sort of the practical application um, that's uh, important. So the sacral center is, for me, about a lot of things. But first, let me just talk about the age it represents. So this is developmentally, the second chakra is uh, creating its wholeness, its, its balance between seven to 14 years of age. Or... Um, as I just mentioned, Anadia Judith talks about, there's also a correlate within the ages of six months to two years old. So if you've had some traumas, some wounds in those particular ages, I guarantee you there's going to be either, you've either got a balanced center, an overactive center, a uh, uh, and uh, underactive or a deficient energy center, or it's stuck or stagnant. Uh, and so don't, don't misrepresent in the fact that you can have one incident in your life that can change your energy centers in a matter of like minutes. And if you've listened to previous podcasts, I've also mentioned how, and I've I've done this experiment on, um, we've done it in class and I've done it on clients, but if you can feel energy, um, you can test it yourself, but doing six to 10 rounds of squared breathing before test, feel the energy of the centers. And then after mind blowing, huge difference, huge difference. So if you are triggered or you are flared or irritated or anything like that and you're finding that your energy is becoming depleted because you've got some negative energy going on, you know, we always have the saying, just breathe, just breathe. We'll do square breathing, do six to ten, and you'll feel differently. You'll feel really good. So let's get into the sacral chakra. So it is uh, also about not only understanding sacral center, but also about, um, you know, the mission of our, of this podcast is raising consciousness. So we're going over this information so that we can get to the heart. So we can get, we can get to the point where we can heal anything that we might have going on in our sacral center based off what it what it represents. And we'll get a little snippet today. And then it's clearing that energy to then work into our third, which is all about individuation. It's all about our personal power, self-will. And then we get to the heart. Then we get to the upper centers. And then, we, then we're enlightened. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we kind of are. We're, we're better. We're, we're growing. And isn't that what life's all about anyway? Is being better, being the best versions of ourselves. Okay, so the, the sacral... Um, center is sweetness. So there are lots of books that give you information on chakras and a lot of them are very different, which can be frustrating, but I, I am, um, telling you my version and sweetness is the sacral center. And what makes life sweet and pleasurable? So people who crave This is my thought process, and I've heard this before, too. People who are craving sweets, 
lots of sugar. Now, yes, you can acquire candida and fungus, a fungal issue, but the initiation of it, what made them want to con- eat sweets to begin with? It's been said that it's because they don't have enough sweetness in their life. So think about that next time you eat sweets. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Also, like I said before, sometimes known as the sex chakra, but if you continue to read resources and references on chakras, um, which I have a ton of books on because I have been studying it for a long time, you'll find that Really, it's not the sex chakra. It really has more. It has more to do with relationships. Sex is about three to five percent of the sacral center. Uh, yeah. So what is you know what does that mean? That that's that. What does sex mean? That means everything has to do with sex. Whether you're undersexed or oversexed, or or you're trying to figure out your own sexual identification, the sacral center can be disrupted. Um. And out of balance, which this is all about. What can we do to balance our sacral center? If you know that you've had trauma between 7 to 14 years of your life, don't forget, if, you, if you've repressed or disassociated that trauma, believe me, it shows up in your life. And it's really important that you identify that uh, so that you're not projecting, which a lot of times a lot of people tend to do. Sacral center is also about nurture. Oh, Lord. Nurture, self, number one. You're, hey, it's all about you. You're number one. The centers, one, two, three, are all about the I-ness, are all about I, me. It's all about me. And if you can't get fig- you figured out, you're kind of not, you're not as efficient or effective in a we relationship. That means a relationship whether it's a best friend, girlfriend, boyfriend um, type of situation. And you sure as heck ain't ready for a we relationship, which means family, which means business, um, having a business and having employees, which been there, done that, wasn't ready for it. And yeah, it's nice to, it's it's nice to reflect back on all the things that uh, we Wish we would have known, but we don't. We didn't, and lesson learned. It also has to do with movement and change. Ah. How good are you at change in your life? Okay. Um, Metaphysically, change shows up in the knees as well, believe it or not. Uh, Change and also courage shows up in the knees. That's just a side note. So... The element that represents the sacral center is water, uh, represents sexual desires and passions. So passions and sexual desires, meaning do you, in other words, unfortunately, if you don't have a partner that's interested in your sexual desires, it can build up energy in that sacral or that sacral center, which can be an overacted sacral center. Um, Are you passionate about something or would you like to be or are you too busy in your first chakra with work that you can't pursue what you're passionate about or you're in a dysfunctional relationship that doesn't allow you to be passionate and that causes 
that'll cause issues. And one of the issues in society today is infertility. Hello. Well, the sacral center is a lot about the reproductive organs. Okay. So women has represents of the ovaries and the men's the testes. So infertility issues nowadays tell me we got a lot of sacral issues out there. And, you know, it's when you're dealing with symptomatic sacral issues, you always have to look at could there be the could the root actually be in the base, in the root uh, center? So those are all things to think about and kind of as you examine yourself or a, a client, which is so cool to do. It's like the mystery to figure out, and you can always you can figure it out intuitively. You can figure it out through your meditations, or you can figure it out through conversation and work through it slowly. Uh, it's just. The biggest also danger in the sacral center is, is this responsibility issue, which is, eh, it is kind of reason why I, I did this podcast. Cause I, I feel like in my experience in the past couple of weeks, there's a lot of, not everyone, I don't want to be absolute. I tend to do that. People don't take responsibility and I wish that they would. It's hard, isn't it? And, but it would be so much better if we would just take responsibility, if we would just look in the mirror at ourselves, including, including me, including my own self. Uh, and so podcast listeners, I'm asking you take a look in the mirror, take a look at your week, take a look at your relationships. Are you having relationship issues? It is responsibility. One of them. And can we own that? So it correlates with the bladder, the circulatory system. We talked about the testes and the ovaries, and then the sexual organs. It is the upward evolution from survival of the root. So once we've we've reached a place of uh, balance in our family, and our work, and our finances and sustenance and food, that's root. We'll talk about that in the webinar. Then we can move into the sacral center and start enjoying passions and desires and what really fulfills that aspect of us. Don't, and I talk about this in the webinar, but the, the aspect of being balanced and our sacral has to do with our physical creativity is how so question is is think about your sacral center and how physically creative are are you if you say i'm not creative at all then look at look at what i'm saying and how much of this applies to you and and if you're not creative we want to be creative and so is there something that you can do about that sacral center it's about what makes life worth living so that would be a rhetorical question for you can you answer that what makes life worth living for you and then lastly the yin yang so relationships for male and female do do you have good relationships with the opposite sex do you have good relations with the same sex and if you don't 
I'm going to tell you through lots of my own experience and have seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it. If you don't, here's the answer. And you might not want to hear the answer. But if you have a problem, because remember, it starts with I, me, me, me. It's all about me. Before we can go into the we, if you have an issue with same sex, like say me, say I have issues with girls, female relationships, then my issue, the root of that is my mother relationship, the relationship that I have with my mother. And if I did have dysfunctional, then I would look at how functional my relationship is with my mother. And 99.999 times out of 100, when I ask this question to clients, they're like, yeah, me and my mom don't get along. We've always had a contentious relationship. And so there it is. And so then we have to work on um, rehabbing that relationship. And it's really important to do that. And there's always a solution. In other words, I've had people say, well, I don't talk to her. She lives far away. Oh, you can always do the gestalt method. Um, that's very, very healing and effective. In other words, you're not doomed to not an answer. You, you build a little clay model that represents your mom and, and you, you go through the therapy that, that creates healing. It's so therapeutic. I've done all this stuff. Um, if there, if, me being a female, if I have issues with males, then I go to my father and I look at my relationship with my father. And it might be that I have a great relationship, but there's still some seeds, maybe from when I was seven to 14, that are still inside of me that I project every now and then onto my partner or onto a male friend of mine. And how you know, and this is, this is a real important aspect. How you know is we, we get into relationships so that we create this healing. And don't forget that relationships are a 50% reflection of self. It, it, it is, huh, it's a blessing now, isn't it? Curse blessing. In other words, Every relationship is an opportunity to see you through that person. And hopefully, if it's a relationship of love and trust, they'll be honest with you enough to tell you that demonic side of you uh, without you getting your feelings hurt and leaving the relationship because they told you what you didn't want to hear. In other words, if the other person is triggered by you being honest with them, then that's truly something that they need to work on. Um, in other words, and I've had this conversation many times when someone said, well, you hurt my feelings or you're being mean to me. Nobody has really, nobody has the power to do that. It's, it's, it's in you. Nobody is, is, has that much control. So what's going on inside of you that you've got a history with, whether it was the tone or the words that hurt you in the past, that it's time to heal. That is super, super, super important. And so one of the things that we talk about with the sacral center and this, um, has to do with relationships as it relates to intimacy. So if you didn't get enough nurturing as an infant, you can grow up 
with an infamiliarity on how to truly be intimate with others. So can we really, you know, so we're looking at seven to 14. We're also looking when we say infant, that's six months to two years. So you're, we don't really have memory of that time. So that might be a conversation with siblings or uncles or aunts or moms or dads to find out why you have intimacy issues and rectify them. Uh, very, very, very important in your relationships. Now, when we get to, uh, I love talking about archetypes. So are the archetype for sacral center functional uh is the sovereign and dysfunctional is the martyr yeah what we love martyrs so functional is basically uh the functional aspect the archetype is seeing the positive um the importance the excellence of uh so the sovereign doesn't think they're they're luckier than anyone else. They basically go through life or at, at any point from the positive aspect, take the good with the bad and know the sovereign knows that life is really all about shades of light and darks or the grays and the positive and negatives. So that's functional archetype for the sacral center now, the martyr, dysfunctional, is the poor me's. This is the person with the, the self-pity. Um, and uh, this is person that tends to be negative. We all know what it's like to be around. Even, even ourselves, we can sometimes get martyr-like and negative. And sometimes I can't even stand to be around myself. Um, but then it's, it's also awesome to be in relationships because we can see uh, in the relationship when the other person is being that martyr, we can see what it looks like. And we're aware of it enough that we know we don't want to be like that. And the martyr typically has feelings of feeling like they're alone or loneliness. Uh, So like I said, you can have an incident in your life that can all of a sudden make your sacral crazy. And then you can have ish, you can have times where it's balanced and it's flowing beautifully all up through to the crown. Uh, the, the importance that I want to bring um, as we close this particular podcast uh, is, is that we take a look at ourselves and our relationships. If this is, this is the most important. If, if we don't take this opportunity to grow and evaluate and self-reflect and we grow older, typically physically, you've seen this person where basically they're fused up specifically in the lumbar uh, sacral, sacral joints, SI joints, um, that area and through the spine becomes very rigid. Remember, a rigid body is a rigid mind. And we want to be open. We want to be flexible. We want to be able to uh, adapt. That's most important. And so in closing, don't forget, relationships, their work. 
That's why I can only have a few in my life <laughs> because they are work. They're, they're, they're teacher. These are everyone that's in your life in a relationship is your teacher. They're there to help you good, bad, or ugly. Um, and respect that and see how you can grow. Always be thankful for that growth in yourself. Look at your parent relationships. Take responsibility. Own it. Look at it. See see if you are at any point not taking responsibility. And how can you take responsibility? Don't forget, always can visit the website balancepod.com and check out the webinar. It is free open to you 20% off with the code coupon of podcast, then I can tell how many podcasters are interested in it. It's for me. And um, I am, like I said before, I'm just now learning about this whole Instagram stuff. And so I am starting to put stuff on Instagram. My account is balancedbod.ashley. So if you're interested, well, I'm sorry, it's balancebody.ashley, not balancebod. I'm sorry about that. So check it out and uh, we'll chat at you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks first and foremost for working on yourself to grow and be better and and raising the energy in society. Uh, We need more people like us. I appreciate all your efforts. Take care.